0: I pray the word of the Lord to have a place in your life that the counsel of the Lord prevail in your life tonight that the hand of God will rest upon you to accomplish the purpose for which God has brought you to this place tonight Father I give you the praise and the glory for your presence that is revealed in this place for everyone that is here tonight I ask you my Father, to have your way in everyone's life tonight. You alone belongs the glory, the praise, the power, the majesty forever and ever. So Lord, just have your way tonight. Have your way tonight. Let your name be glorified in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Be seated in the name of Jesus. I want to share with you quickly on the theme How to Cultivate a Harvest of Righteousness How to Cultivate a Harvest of Righteousness Quickly turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 9 2 Corinthians chapter 9 How to Cultivate a Harvest of Righteousness 2 Corinthians chapter 9 And I'll begin to read from verse 6. But this I say, he that soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he that soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Let each man do according as he had proposed in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound unto you, that ye, having always all sufficiency in everything, may abound unto every good work, as it is written: He that scattered abroad, he had given to the poor, his righteousness abided forever. And he that supplied seed to the sower. And bread for food shall supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Ye being enriched in everything unto all liberality, which walketh through us thanksgiving to God for the ministration of this service, not only filleth up the measure. Of the want of the saints, but abounded also through many thanksgivings unto God, saying that through pouring of you by his by this manifestation, sorry, by this ministration, they glorify God to the obedience of your confession unto the gospel of Christ, and for the liberality of your contribution and them unto all while they themselves also with supplication on your behalf long after you've been long after you risen of the exceeding grace of God in you thanks be to God for his unspeakable gift hallelujah read with me also James chapter 3 from verse 13. James chapter three, from verse 13. James chapter three, beginning to read from verse 13. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by his good life his works in meekness of wisdom. But if ye have bitter jealousy and factions in your heart, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom is not a wisdom that cometh down from above, but is earthly, central, devilish. For where jealousy and faction are, there is confusion and every vile deed. But the wisdom that is from above is first of all pure, then peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits. Without variance, without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace for them that make peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you speak about cultivating the harvest of righteousness, fundamentally in scriptures there are two dimensions you can view this theme. In the light of the context of 2nd Corinthians chapter 9, this is viewed in a different light entirely. I will dwell on this ultimately, but. I want to speak on first, on, on, first of all, James chapter 3. The cultivation of the fruits of righteousness or the harvest of righteousness in this context is in the sense of dealing with bitterness and with jealousy. Bitterness and jealousy are considered in this context as the root, the seed that generates Rancor, troubles, confusion, bad behavior, chaos in the house of God. But not only in the house of God, in every human society where there is bitterness and where there is jealousy, then there will be a lot of trouble in this context. In our context in the United States of America today, the public debate is dominated by bitterness. Politicians on Capitol Hill, every day there is a problem. It's even reported in the news today that at the funeral of a wonderful man, Mr. Cummings, One of the poor bearers who was a friend of the disease could not shake the hands of Mitch McConnell who is the majority leader in the scene. What is at the tap root of this is bitterness. Bitterness dominating the public debate. Partisan politics have been strongly poisoned with the seed of bitterness. But also, the the twin brother of bitterness is jealousy. Because jealousy, it's about looking at what somebody has and you have an attitude towards that. Incidentally, these seats are not only in partisan politics. They are in the church. They are in families. But I will argue tonight that these things often have been rooted in families And through the family, they've been transplanted to the public debate. And wherever human beings have gone, they have migrated with these seeds in them, planting them in those contexts. Why is it important to uproot these seeds? It's because whoever is governed by the spirit of bitterness cannot in any way stand in the presence of God. In an acceptable way. And when we talk about the revival. We are talking about the reignition ignition of the fire. Of the Lord in the midst of God's people. The passion for the Lord. The passion for the service of the Lord. Which only the Holy Spirit can make possible in the lives of his people. Tonight I'm calling you to look more deeply into your life. I acknowledge with you that sometimes it is very difficult to forgive those that offend you, especially those that take pleasure in mistreating you, in looking down on you, taking advantage of you, despising you, speaking all kinds of lies against you, trying to destroy your reputation. And some people do it with no sense of remorse. The more you cry, the happier they are. Friends, tonight, it's not about who is offending you. It's about not permitting the spirit of bitterness to take root in your life. Because in the presence of the spirit of bitterness, you cannot cultivate the fruits of righteousness in your life. In the place of jealousy, you cannot cultivate the spirit of the fruits of righteousness in your life. Look carefully at how you live in your homes. What is your relationship with between you and your siblings? Who has offended you in your family circle? Who has offended you in the church? Who are you feeling bitter about? Tonight, the beginning place is your heart. Your heart is the beginning place. If this revival will help you to forgive somebody that has wronged you. If this revival will help you, wherever you belong, to reflect deeply on what is going on in your heart. And to find if there is bitterness in in your heart, if there is some forgiveness for you to deal with that spirit that is in your life. The spirit of bitterness will hold you back from the place of prayer. That's why the Bible says, if you come to the altar and you want to make an offering and you have something in your heart and you know that your brother holds something against you, you should go and make peace. The Bible teaching about forgiveness is not about the person apologizing to you, even though it ought to be the prerequisite for forgiveness. The Bible speaks about you forgiving, even when nobody has asked for forgiveness. I have learned in my pastoral ministry that if you do not save yourself from what things are thrown at you, you will live perpetually in the spirit of bitterness. You've got to go ahead to forgive and prepare your mind to even forgive ahead of time before you are even offended. You have a right to be offended when somebody offends you. But you do not have a right to retain the spirit of bitterness in your life. It would not do you any good. I want you to look carefully into your heart tonight. Everyone that is here tonight. Yes, I agree somebody has taken advantage of you. However long that has been. As you hear me tonight, as you hear me right now. You cannot afford... To lose the blessings of God. You cannot afford to limit yourself from the touch of God. You cannot afford to sabotage your destiny. Just because somebody somewhere takes pleasure in offending you. You have your permission yourself to forgive. And rule out the spirit of bitterness from your life. Secondly, you are not in competition with nobody. The basis for which people become jealous or envious is baseless. God does not judge you or assess you in comparison with nobody. God assesses you in comparison with your very self. Because you are peculiar, you are unique in yourself. Yes, we serve God in the company of God's people. But the journey of the Christian faith begins from an individual level. And the momentum for that journey is sustained by your self-decision every day of your life. You come to the fellowship of imperfect people, but you have been called to live in righteousness. The cultivation of righteousness in your life is what you make a decision to undertake. If you leave it to others to control it, you will find out that you will never be able to cultivate the fruits of righteousness in your life. In some instances, not even your wife can help you cultivate it. In some instances, not even your husband can help you cultivate it. Because if you listen to them, they will engender in you the spirit of bitterness and unforgiveness. No man wants to see his wife insulted by nobody. No woman wants to see her husband insulted by nobody. It so applies with family members. But friends, I implore you tonight, the cultivation of the fruits of righteousness calls for you to carefully uproot from your personal life every trace of bitterness, Every trace of jealousy, every trace of competition, every trace of envy. You may have been raised in a polygamous family where there is intense competition, knowingly or unknowingly. You may have been raised in a family where there is a lot of bitterness. Within the spirit of bitterness, the Bible says, and envy, all kinds of evil take place in this context. The spirit of witchcraft thrives in this context so rise tonight to set yourself free from that captivity rise tonight to extricate yourself from those strings that are tying you down in bitterness and in envy and other vices that follow these two twin brothers or twin sisters I want to move on to the context of 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Whereas in changing your heart and seeking for transformation, it requires a deep sense of prayer and careful observation as in the context of James chapter 3 to cultivate the spirit of the fruit of righteousness. In the context of of 2 Corinthians chapter 9 from verse 6 to 14, It is not a response to prayer. it is an action that is required. This action is called sowing seeds in hope of a harvest. Quickly take down Psalm one hundred and twelve, verse nine. Psalm one hundred and twelve, verse nine. Proverbs chapter twenty, chapter eleven, verse twenty-five. Genesis chapter eight, verses twenty to twenty-two. Genesis chapter 9 verses 1 to 3, and Genesis chapter 22 verses 15 to 18. I'll give you the passages again Psalm 112 verse 9, Proverbs chapter 11 verse 25, Genesis chapter 8 verses 20 to 22, and Genesis chapter 9 verses 1 to 3, and finally, Genesis 22. Verses 15 to 18. The passage that speaks about the cultivation of the fruit of righteousness. You have given to the poor and your giving in generosity, in liberality will abound to the fruit of righteousness. That is in the sense of giving. It is drawn from Psalm 112 verse 9. That is sowing seeds you get a harvest of righteousness. So righteousness in this context is not just a gift from God in the sense of a positional allocation of righteousness. Because the Bible says Jesus has imputed his righteousness upon us. We have become the righteousness of God. We are the righteousness of God positionally. But in actual fact, The righteousness of God also has to be cultivated in first of all uprooting bitterness, dealing with jealousy and other vices that follow. But secondly, it is that in living out this life of righteousness, dealing with vices that we are so prone to, we have to give, we have to respond in generosity the act of responding in generosity to the glory of god leads to an increase in righteousness no prayer does it in that light it is only in the fact of engaging in that obedience the place of prayer is simply to give you the courage to abound in that regard the place of prayer is to give you understanding about the requirement that qualifies you for the increase of righteousness in your life. That is so far what prayer can do in your life. But after that, it leads you onto the place of obedience. In Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25, the Bible says the liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that waters shall himself be watered. The liberal soul shall be made fat, the liberal soul shall be increased in the sense of multiplying the resources of the liberal soul. So the increase of righteousness here has to do with the bountiful endowment of the blessings of God upon the liberal soul. The fatness is not literally in the bigness of the person. It's the enlargement of the cost, the enlargement of the influence, the enlargement of the abundance of the person in question. In Genesis chapter 8, the Bible speaks about the experience of Noah. Noah came out of the ark with all clean animals. And Noah set up an altar and went there and offered sacrifices. After the offering of sacrifices, God smelled the sweet smelling sacrifice and vowed in his heart. As long as the earth remains seed time and harvest time would not cease. Day and night would not cease. Never again will I destroy humankind. How does this amount to the increase of the fruit of righteousness? It's in the sense of acquiring divine favor. God increasing. God averting the destruction of That would have continued to to, to affect humankind. Who asked Noah to do that? Noah was responding to a deep instinct in his awareness of the workings of God. He wanted to attract divine favor. He wanted to do something that God had never done before. And how did he move God to move? It was by offering a sacrifice of clean animals. Of that which would be acceptable unto God. Somebody shout hallelujah. But the Bible also says following that, which is Genesis chapter 9 verses 1 to 3. God spoke about Noah, declaring his blessings upon Noah, following that. And if you read the account, you find it clearly stated there in the scriptures. As following right behind the sacrifice which Noah had offered. In Genesis chapter 22, from verse 15 to 18, is the story of of Abraham. God has spoken to Abraham and said, go take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, to a place I'm going to show you to make a sacrifice of him. Friends, consider that Abraham was in their need of a child. And God made a promise and gave him Isaac. In a full ripe age, in an age that his wife is not expected to conceive, a miracle took place. In the midst of that miracle, God made a demand. I need your son to be given to me as a sacrifice. Abraham needed to be worried about that. Lord, how would you be unfaithful? And God gives him a detailed description. Of the importance of that child. Your son. Your only son. Isaac. Not Ishmael. Whom you love. The one to foster your posterity. The son of promise. Isaac. Your laughter. That which has brought you the greatest joy in your life. I want him sacrificed to me. The Bible says Abraham rose early went through the motions was interrogated by the sacrifice itself to prompt his heart perhaps to change his mind but Abraham consistently insisted my son the Lord will provide a sacrifice for himself all the procedures were completed in the realms of the spirit Isaac was as good as slaughter because his hands had been tied placed upon the altar he lifted up his hand and was to strike God did to call him twice. to ch- What does the Bible say? Abraham, do not slay your son. Look up. There is a ram that has been held in the ticket. Bring that and make a sacrifice. Abraham sacrificed that ram. But what does the Bible say after that? God said, now I know that you really love me. Because he did not withhold your son. And Abraham on the basis of this. I will bless you. And all the generations of the earth shall be blessed through your seed. That was an increase of righteousness. Unto Abraham. That was an increase based on obedience. In offering a sacrifice. I want you to rise to your feet. Often we say, Lord, what we give to you does not matter. That's what we often think. Lord, what we give to you doesn't matter because you have everything. But the fact is this, our increase in righteousness for God to entrust more into our hands, it is based on what we are ready to surrender unto God. For God so loved the world that he gave. Your giving is strongly attached to your level of commitment. Even in relationships, you cannot commit. If you cannot commit to sacrifice in a relationship, it's likely you are not committed to that relationship. Your commitment of time, your commitment of expressions of love, your commitment to giving onto making sacrifices, onto making concessions are often a reflection of how committed you are in your heart unto what you are doing. Cultivation of a harvest of righteousness. Deal with your heart of bitterness. Your heart of unforgiveness. Deal with your heart of envy, of jealousy, of holding to your heart, and all the vices that follow behind that. Please bow your heads in prayer. I want to ask you. My sister, my brother tonight. To let go whoever has wronged you in your life. No matter how long that hurt has been there in your heart. No matter how deep it's been. No matter how repeated you have been offended. No matter how that is. No matter how scornful it was. No matter how shameful that was. By your husband, by your wife... By your brother, by your sister, by a fellow member, by a colleague, by a neighbor, whoever. Please tonight, it is your night. Lord, I give up this pain to you. Lord, I yield this pain to you. Lord, I want to let go. Heal me tonight of this bitterness. I renounce you the spirit of bitterness. I renounce you the spirit of unforgiveness. I renounce you every manner of shame that is there. Every manner of hurt that is there. I renounce you tonight. I want to set myself free tonight. Tenaciously, are you holding onto the blessings God has given to you? How willing are you to commit your time, your talent, your treasure, onto the service of the kingdom of God? For how long will you continue to fight with God? For how long will you continue to negotiate? For how long will you continue to make excuses? God is saying tonight, my son, my daughter, my child. I am still the God of Abraham. I have not changed. If I requested for the very only son of Abraham, I can request for the only thing that you have. Only then will I know that you are indeed committed unto me. The Lord wants to take every idol from your life tonight. Every idol that is there. That is what this message is all about. The message of giving to increase your fruit of righteousness is the message of you surrendering every idol at the feet of the master. Your money, your wealth, your time, your talent, your treasure may have all become idols to you. You love more than you love the Lord. I surrender all. I surrender all All to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender. In course, my ministry, I have met with people who have been tied down by diseases, by sicknesses. By all kinds of troubles. And in course of interacting with them. And praying with them. I discovered that they were being bitter. About somebody in their lives. The devil found a foothold. Through bitterness in their lives. And would not let them go. Families have been destroyed. By the powers of evil. Because deeply enthroned in those families. Is the spirit of bitterness. Wickedness and families have been wiped out from the face of the earth because from generation to generation they've passed on the bitterness. Fathers have passed on the bitterness to their children and it has continued to the third to the fourth generation they are still handing over the button of wickedness of bitterness That family offended us some years ago. Do not forgive their children. Some of you here, you've entered into your diaries what some people have done to you. In books, you've made the entries. You've told your children. You've told your friends. You've told the people that are around you. And they are helping you to nurture the spirit of bitterness. I want you tonight to ask the Lord for mercy. Tell the Lord you resolve to give up. Lord I surrender every bitterness. Lord I give it up tonight. I forgive that man, I forgive that woman. I refuse to carry those waters anymore. Everything that was handed over to me by my father and my mother to perpetuate bitterness, Lord. I give it up tonight. I give it up tonight. I give it up tonight. I give it up tonight, Lord. In this church, for whoever is harboring bitterness that is present tonight and is not here, we stand in the gap tonight, Father. Have mercy, have mercy, Lord. Every vice that is rooted in bitterness every vice that is rooted in jealousy, in envy Lord we have, we pray tonight have mercy have mercy tonight have mercy tonight in the leadership in the followership, in various parts of the ministries, Lord have mercy tonight every home afflicted by bitterness in marriages among parents, among Siblings, tonight, Father, we pray and ask you to have mercy. Let our homes be healed. Let our families be healed. Let our lives be healed. Let every door that has been closed by the spirit of bitterness and everything that follows it be opened tonight. That your glory may have its way. That your glory may have its way. Every disease, every sickness, every depression rooted in bitterness. I command you to be uprooted tonight from this place. Be bound into the abyss in the name of Jesus. Father, let the streams of healing be open tonight. Be open tonight unto every heart. Unto every heart. Unto every heart. Unto every heart. heart we saturate this sanctuary, this space, this family, First Branch of Everton. We rise against the spirit of bitterness and everything that has been at work in this place, finding its way through controversies, through unforgivenesses, through bad behavior, through all kinds of vices. Tonight we rise against you. Tonight we rise against you. Tonight we rise against you tonight we rise against you as people come here tomorrow and Sunday let your hearts be liberated let your faces be liberated let your hearts be changed in the name of Jesus friends I want us to lift up our hands and pray for the church pray for this church pray for your brothers and sisters pray for everyone that comes under this roof. Father tonight we are standing against every workings of the enemy everyone, every dimension of that oppression, everywhere witchcraft has had a foothold everywhere the spirit of rebellion has held sway in this place every demonic power that is operating on the basis of unforgiveness on the basis of competition on the basis of envy jealousy Bitterness, rancor. Tonight, we come on you Satan. Pack your lots out of this place. Be gone in the name of Jesus. Let Let the healing streams abound tonight, Lord. 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 I want to pray for you, my friend. Where there is pain in your heart still lingering, I want to pray for you as we close our eyes. If you have been offended so badly, and the pain still lingers in your heart, I want to pray with you. I know what it means to be in that state. Because I have been afflicted also. I have felt the heart and the pain also. I know you meant well. I know you made the sacrifice. I know you were misunderstood. But you can still forgive tonight. I want to pray with you. If tonight you have been afflicted. By pain. Of what somebody has done to you. Whoever that person may be. My friend. Put that past to rest tonight. Please put your heart on your chest. I want to pray with you. Father, I pray for this brother, I pray for this sister. Let hearts be healed tonight, O God. Let that pain be taken away. Let that pain be taken away. Let that burden be lifted. Let that sorrow be banished. Let your joy be restored. Let your peace be restored. Let harmony, let concord, let healing be restored. Mighty God, where we are fragmented in the realms of the spirit, because of this spirit, call bitterness and jealousy. And everything following that strange demonic power. Let the yokes be destroyed tonight. Let the burdens be lifted tonight. Let there be healing tonight. Father we give you the glory. Father we give you the praise. Father we give you the honor. We permit the spirit of forgiveness to flow in the sanctuary. Healing streams to abound in this place. Whoever was abused by a man, whoever was abused by anybody. Lord tonight I pray that healing to come. I pray that deliverance to come. I pray that burden to be lifted. I pray that past to be laid to rest. There is somebody I want to pray for tonight, a lady that was raped, I'd want you not to open your eyes. Everybody, close your eyes. Somebody has been living under the pain of the past. You were abused. And that pain is still right inside of you. It is determining the way you relate with people. I want to pray with you tonight. Every eye, please, should be closed. My father, I spread forth my hand unto this person that was abused. Let your healing abound tonight. Be set free from that captivity. Be set free from that affliction. Be set free from that pain. I command your life to take a new dimension tonight. That you will begin to move in a new dimension. Your joy and your peace restored. This has been working against relationships in your life. I pray you will be free from that yoke tonight. In the name of Jesus. Father, I connect them to the relationships that you've long been awaiting the establishment. Let them begin to enjoy the peace and flourishing relationships that will give glory to your name and will be a blessing to them. I give you the glory because of answer. Thank you, faithful God. Mighty God, everlasting King. Tonight I ask for healing for anyone that is sick in this place. From the crown of air to the soles of your feet. Anywhere you are sick in your body, I want you to receive your healing where you are seated or where you are standing tonight. I pray the healing power of God upon you. To heal every manner of disease in your life. Beginning from the crown of air to the soles of your feet. Let there be perfect healing right now. Right now, right now, right now. Thou cough, get out of her. Be bound into the abyss in the name of Jesus. Thou pain, get out from there. Be bound into the abyss in the name of Jesus. Every manner of discomfort, get out of that body. Be bound into the abyss in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray the opening of the doors of financial blessings upon you. Doors of relationship blessings upon you. Every hardship I cause from your life be restored unto abundance. Be restored unto abundance. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you the praise for what you've done tonight. We give you all the honor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, shout hallelujah to the Lord.